rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. So, uh, hello world. Uh, is this thing on? Is this thing on? I wish I had a mic. Better, better be on. Doo, 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 doo. I had a mic. Well, uh, welcome to another episode of Mobs Talks, a safe place where we keep it kosher. We keep it player every time, all the time. So, uh, me and Terry this week. Uh, one day I'm going to figure out, or we should get on live or something like that and have niggas call in. That'd be lit. I'm fine with that. Just actually have people in a live. I don't want to be in live and be like, <laughs> shout out to y'all shout out to my niggas I, but I could FaceTime y'all one on one I'm not trying to be in live and then talk to the niggas that I already talked to no I'm talking yeah I'm just talking about like like we send out the link or whatever mm-hmm. to the Zoom call and people mm-hmm. call in you know and then we come yeah let's do that head. I figure out how to do that all time to increase engagement I, I want to talk to some like we have a some fo- a lot of followers on, on Instagram, especially the people that I never met, but are kind of in the same like VCU circle or, you know what I'm saying? Some circle that, uh, but I never met. And I like, I want, I want to hear what the fuck y'all got to say. 
See if y'all 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 do corny shit like listening to six nine music. <laughs> uh, at least, yeah, at least have them tap in, you know what I'm saying? Especially on our conversation pieces. No, oh yeah, we should have them tap in for our keep it funky section. Yeah, just have them just come in and just like rant. Like, yeah, get some shit off your chest, bro. It's it's I love I love I love the lot, I want to hear what the fuck y'all yeah, got a lot, a lot of people don't have platforms to do that, you know. I guess Twitter is I guess a social media is a platform to do that. Nah, but say say a tweet. Shit, if you got a good tweet and you feel like it ain't getting no shine or it, it need to keep shining, yeah, that's dope. I like that. Figure out how to work that in play. Well, you uh, that is that you're the point, man. How about you? Yeah, 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 I figured that out, bro. Uh, but how's how how you been doing, Terry? Man, uh, how's your mental health? You know, you staying staying healthy? Uh, up and down, man. Up and down. You know, it's um. Damn, I'm getting a face on call. Let me cancel this right now. But um, up and down. You know, I've been going through shit's been happening. Like this coronavirus has affected my family. You know, dealing with that and just regular life shit. You know, it seems heavy, bro. Like getting emotional over you know this this. This uh, civil unrest and cops killing black people still. It's just up and down. But better, I have more good days than bad days. I'll say that. Yeah, I agree, man. I think last week was better. And uh, it's a little bit better than the week before. The week before was like Memorial Day weekend when all that shit started happening. That was a tough week, I think, for all black people, just in general. Like, I haven't felt a, a collective mood from all black people since Kobe passed and then before that like when when Nipsey passed like you just knew all black people just, just down yeah, yeah yeah I haven't felt like that in a while I think last week was better I took a half day on Friday to, uh-huh. do, nothing, to do nothing you know what I'm saying my spirit needed it I didn't do shit that day I think uh you know I partaked in some adult beverages and <laughs> you got drunk in the house. Did you at least like go sit outside or something? Some I did. The weather, uh, the weather was nice. I sat. I sat outside for a little bit, but I got drunk and played Call of Duty for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Just shoot some shit. Mm-hmm. That's dope. And you need to take that. Per- I got. A, I got a couple of days coming up. My birthday's the end of the month, and um, like the whole first week of July, I'm, I'm taking off. So, you got any plans, big dog? I mean, I feel like the the, the state Virginia should be open by then. Uh, I'm figuring out now since it's getting closer, so I'm I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do. You know, I turned 29 on the 29th, so I was trying to do some cool shit, but we'll figure it out. 29 is like 19, and I'm 29. Like, 20, yeah, they don't mean like, shit. It don't mean shit, for real. I mean, you should be blessed that, you know, you're, you made it. Yeah, year. it means something, but like... It's not a milestone birthday. Not really. Thirty is a milestone. Yeah. You know, Twenty. Twenty-one milestone. Eighteen milestone. Even twenty-five. Like getting too yeah. late. That's like a my quarter century. Like is a milestone. But twenty-nine is just like on your way to thirty. You almost there. It's crazy, man. I still feel like a like a like a twenty twenty-two year old kid. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I still it fuck you- like one too. I'm just playing. I fuck, I fuck like a twenty-nine year old. I'll be doing the lazy shit, bro. That side jump. Move, my nigga. Bro. I hit the spoon. And ain't, I no, ain't, ain't nobody got time to do all that work, cuz we trying to hit the same goal. <laughs> bro, 
if you if who, she who like, on your press? Who had on your press? Who had on your press? You know what I'm saying? We you get there and I you got get it. there. Well, you're well, you are engaged, so you're not having sex with new okay. people. But I would say if you were to have to have sex with someone new, you do want to go into your bag. But once you done went into your bag with the person, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. Turn roll on your side, lift your leg up. Let me put a little spit on this. <laughs> let me get. Let me let me get in there. Yeah, I'm saying I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna crank the jump, but I, I'm gonna be on my side. And you just roll over when you're done, B. Ah, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know that's a good question. Like, uh, for I mean, uh, when you were single, uh, I've been in a relationship for four or five years, so you know I wanna. Well, now I can I can I can I can talk about this. You know, when you have sex with new people, it's weird, right? Like the first time. You don't know each other. It's like a game of chess. Yeah, that's why I like to be really drunk. Because <laughs> it's like, because <laughs> it's like, all right, I like this is my bag. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you over, give you straight back shots. What if you don't like that? Like, I don't, it's weird. Like, right? Or what if, yeah, you like, nah, I want it like this. But it's, it's, yeah, you're right. When you, yeah, you gotta figure out what each other likes. Like, Cause you then, gotta get the, get the rhythm. Because then, because for a minute, your performance can lead to a second night, right? Like, yes. if you put it down on the first night, like you talked about last episode, you know, you didn't put it down, you didn't put it down. Yeah, right you, might not, you might not get it, another shot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really difficult for men, especially because, like, women, I mean, for the most part, unless they're, you know, really nasty. They don't do shit. They don't. Speak your mind, Chris. They're going to hit the starfish. They're going to hit the starfish. Some of them, some of them might know how to ride, or some of them just like just bend me over and beat it up. That's really boom, boom, so, boom, 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 boom. But the, yes, but listen, so the it's, pressure, easy, it's easier for them. It's easier for but them. I will say this: the pressure does switch later on. The pressure, mm. probably at least the first time or the couple times, is on us. Yeah, to be assertive, take control, and do whatever. But then. I guess after that, what well, because I'm not really submissive in the bedroom off bucks. Like I'm not just letting you get on top of me because bitch, you might hurt me. You <laughs> might not. You don't. You might not know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? That shit might be trash, but I know how I could get it to where I'm gonna enjoy it. So I I do that at first. Try to please, but uh, the pressure. I think the pressure does switch later on. You gotta prove how good your pussy is for the girl. You gotta prove that you know how to work that pussy. Are you throwing it back on me? Mm. Are you? Are you, do you know how to, are you flexible? Mm. Can, can you, you know what I'm saying? Are you, are you giving it, are you giving it as well as, as getting it? You know what I'm saying? So. Could you see me? You see my arsenal. Yeah. Cause I, cause I got to show it. Cause like, basically I have to conquer you in the beginning. At least I have to, you have to like me enough for, for, uh, to let me fuck. So. Once the fucking start, you like, well, you've been trying to fuck nigga, so hmm, fuck me. Oh, and fuck, yeah. Unless, but then you know what I'm saying. That's that's most cases, but there are other cases where women pursue men and and they like, nigga, I'm trying to get that dick, and then they do whatever they gotta do. But generally speaking, that's how it starts. But then I think there is a switch later on where the girl gotta like show you, show me what that pussy could do. Yeah, that's a very interesting point because because you think about it, I I don't showed you my game. Now, pussy is pussy for the most part, right? For for the most part. For the most part, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying the the, it, the initial organ is it, it gets wet for the most part. 
I say, I say for the most part. Now, what makes a person come back, a man come back? I mean, I guess it's because you know you can fuck, but like, yeah, uh, probably just how good you're put, how, how, uh, like, yeah, like, like, like you said, is she, is she flexible? Is she riding dick? Is she, is she, you know, Can she letting you dick good? Is the she head will you keep do? a nigga coming back. You know what? That probably, I, I think that's a more decided factor than pussy sometimes. I feel like the head. Yeah, you 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 slop a nigga dick up, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, I might. That, hi, yes, that's very true. That's very true. I might stay a little longer than you. I know. I'm no. I'm gonna stay a little <laughs> just for the top, like the pussy. Yeah, but the top is like, you know, is the icing. The pussy to cake. The pussy to cake, but the top, the, the neck is the icing. Salute to the women that have the total package. Yes, and then also, and not to be superficial, but we we talk about it. So obviously, her the way she looks, body type, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's um that 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 would definitely like if you have a good nice body, soft skin, smell good. Those are all things you know what I'm saying. Especially the hygiene part. You got that great hygiene, you're gonna be good bread. Yeah. Uh- I mean, I, I, I would assume as you're, you're getting older now, you're realizing that, uh, you know, it's more important, you know, all those all those things you know you said are factors, but, you know, especially with somebody you fucking on a regular, you kind of want to have a conversation with them, right? Like, if you've placed them in the, you already placed them in the box, like, I don't even want to talk to this bitch, but you kind of see something in a shorty, you kind of want to talk to her, right? Like, she got to be some type of intelligent. Yeah, that, that's what keeps, that's what, makes you start building or like start hanging out more like oh she she she's funny oh she's smart oh she damn she's she's sparking my she's sparking my interest in other areas than just physical for sure that's that's a necessity yeah this man woman thinks crazy though but um i mean let's get right into the first segment man you got anything to keep it funky with this week Yes, I do, and I kind of mentioned it earlier, but uh, I'm just gonna start with bruh, the clown, the clown of all clowns, that motherfucker six nine. I don't like him. I never liked him, and if you are still supporting or liking his shit or think it's funny or entertaining, I'm just gonna look at you different. Like I'm, like I'm not gonna say you're not a good person or shit like that, but I'm just gonna look at you different. If that's the type of entertainment you want to see, bruh, like that. I'm just going to look at you different. I'm looking at Akon different for that shit he did. I've always looked at that dude academics different for fucking befriending him and being whatever, whatever with bro. But like, if you like 6ix9ine, then you're like, it's like you like loving hip hop, bro. Like that shit, we, we, there's no love on the show and there's no hip hop. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you watching it for? The shit is fake, it's scripted, it's not real. And the main point is, if you like that music is art, Music is either you like to listen to it in certain environments, whatever, but if that's the type of art you like, I think that's just trash art, and I don't want to have nothing to do with him as a personality or as a musician in quotations, because I don't think bro is that great of a musician. So if you listen to 6 9 I'm looking at you different. So let's give a little background to your, 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 your rant uh, for the listeners. 6 9 6 9 he is a, I guess he is a person in the hip hop sphere. 
feet, uh, spear. I wouldn't classify as a rapper or a, a hip hop artist. He's just in our spear. Or I can, I can, am I saying the word right? Spear? Spear. 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 He's in our realm. Spear. Yeah, he's in our realm. He's in the hip hop realm for some reason, right? And uh, if you're not aware of what he, he did, you should be. You are human or that, you know, is on some type of social media. He portrayed himself to be a gangster. A gang member. A gang member, you know, someone hard, he, he's a big troll, and, you know, the shit caught up to him. You know, when you get in that type of line of business, there's only two things that's gonna happen. You're gonna go to jail, or you're gonna get killed. So apparently, he was going to jail, and he snitched on his, uh, his former gang members, his associates. Um, yes, he did, his, his manager, and all a whole bunch of people. So he did a little bit of time, did two years, but the rest of his uh, compadres are getting up to 10, 15 years. So now, so there's nothing wrong with telling, we've already discussed this, nothing wrong with telling if you are not affiliated with that lifestyle. You're a civilian. Mm-hmm. He was affiliated and calling shots and doing things, blah, blah, blah. So regardless, now he's out of jail and he's back on social media trolling, um, putting out music, blah, blah, blah. And we saw recently that Akon, who made the world famous song Locked Up about being locked, locked up, up. <laughs> uh, yeah. is, is in the <laughs> in the stew with the uh, 6ix9ine. And I guess, you know, he's creating a remix for that. Um, and I guess the point from, Terry, you hit it right on the head, but what I wanted to add on extra is like, him being on the song Locked Up is like the antithesis mm-hmm. of the song. You know, uh, the song to me was about being locked up and, you know, not being able to see your family and because, you know, the system did you wrong. Yeah, they won't let me out. Yeah. And the system did 6 9 right. He cooperated with the system. He, he, became, the system. he became a part of the system. Exactly. So it's like, that's not what the song represents, especially to a lot of black men, because the song with Styles P, which is a thorough, thorough nigga, you know, I think if we asked Styles P how he feel about it, he probably would not feel um, as okay with this guy being I bet, on the song. I bet you, I bet you Styles P ain't on that remix. Fuck no, they're going to say take me off. Yeah, so that's kind of like to catch you up if you people don't know what's going on, so... Um, but if I'm, you, but it's, 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 it's like he did it just like rats do. Like if you, if you're familiar with any of like the mafioso, the mafia type shit, a lot of them motherfuckers that was in the mob, they end up flipping on each other, telling on, they took a blood oath and all the motherfuckers end up snitching on each other and telling on each other just so they would not go to jail, going to witness protection, all that type of shit like that. If you don't remember the nature and which the shit that he did, bro, he got on the stand and started telling on people that didn't have nothing to do with nothing. Like, he started pointing his fingers at niggas that was on the sideline, people that he didn't even have affiliations with. He just started telling everything he knew to save his life. Now, he did that shit to save his skin. I feel like he did not pay for his part in the actions that he, and that, and he, he portrayed a lifestyle that he didn't live and he did not, he wasn't accountable for his actions. Now, whatever the people try to do to him, they, they, they people try to say, they like, oh, well, they try to fuck his baby moms. They try to kill him and all that shit. If you're a gangster, what do gangsters do when people try to kill your family? 
They <laughs> kill their family. You retaliate. You don't. You don't. You do not turn states. You don't turn state witness and, and snitch. You talking about? I got the blicky. What you supposed to do with the blicky? Them niggas pulled a gun on you. What you supposed to do? Pull a gun on them. And like I said, I'm not of the street life. I I just have a certain code and ethics that that I like to live by. And I feel like he's he's playing with fire with all his actions and portraying his lifestyle. And now he out here full of full on clowning. He got Man. he got a lace front. That's the part I was about to get into. That he, nigga he, that is sick. Nigga got a lace front. And, we and now, and now, Ari- Ariana Grande, we bro, bro. And I do not. And the only reason why I know this is because I scroll past videos, and I'm like, this nigga got on a wig, and I keep scrolling. So it's like he's going full clown mode. And if and, hey, people go to the circus, if you buy a ticket for that circus, that's fine. I don't like the circus. I don't like the smell of animals and shit. And I don't like the torture that they put them animals under in, in, in them circuses and, and the way they demean the, 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 the performers. But if that's what you, if that's what you like, I'm just going to get you different. I don't want, I, I, I don't, ugh, it's, it's, it's sick. It's sick. It's sick. And, and that's one of the problems. That's one of the things that's problem with the world is the, the, the entertainment that we accept and the things we consume. Now, yes, I consume some bullshit, but it will not be that bullshit. Niggas is nasty, bro. That's, you know what bullshit I consume, Briss? I, I consume it's a show called The Shaws of Sunset. <laughs> What's that? It's it's a show that comes on Bravo, and it's, it's about these Persians that live in LA, and they got money, and then they be getting in fights with each other over over like petty shit. <laughs> and 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 I also watch another show, Bravo. Bravo's probably the the, the 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 all the that's where I get all my petty shit. Oh, you gotta go. You gotta go to TLC too. TLC. Or like yeah, like uh, oh, love after locked up in my yeah, six hundred pound life. That's my yeah. shit too. And you know, that's I'm the a, type of filth I like to <laughs> consume. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm a fan of ninety day fiance, bro. That one nigga with the no neck, that shit got. I was like, nigga, <laughs> I got it. I got it. I gotta check big ed. <laughs> I gotta check this shit out because this is a lot of comedy going on, bro. Nah, <laughs> listen, what 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 there is, what you need to pay attention to. There, there is a uh, there's a trend of old white women getting engaged to Nigerian men. Mm, I saw that. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they scamming or not. But it's just like, you know what? These old white women are fifty plus years old, which nobody in their right mind would deal with in America. Mm-hmm. They fall in love with Nigerian men, young Nigerian men. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they go to Nigeria and get married. The one nigga, uh, I forgot his name, Usman. I forgot the, uh, the, the the white woman's name. Karen. But, yeah, probably. <laughs> but he calls her Baby Love. He's a hey, Baby Love. <laughs> and he's a rapper in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And she is like, and what I've noticed, these white women are so possessive over these black men. Like, you talk to them like children. Mm. And I'm like, in my head, they I'm probably, like, they probably pay for everything. So, bitch. In my mind, I'm like, oh, these Nigerian men are staying the course. They know it's the long game. I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna get and go to get this visa to be American, and uh-huh. I'm gonna be take all your money and divorce you. Like I just yeah, think it's they, like, they, they plan they plan ten years. Like that bitch be dead in ten years, <laughs> and then, and then I'll already be have my visa, have my green card, and I'm and I'm gonna bring all my family over here. Like and we gonna like I just think like they're playing a long game. And salute to these Nigerian men for having to fuck these old wrinkly ass white women. Because you know they're trying to fuck. They're trying to get yeah, the 
the young stallion, you know what I'm saying? And like, there's at least three cases that I've seen on 90 Day Fiance where these white women have been finding love in Nigeria. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, I don't know what it is because they're from like the deep south. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I know you called him a nigga. You know you <laughs> called him a nigga. They're getting that Nigerian piece, that Nigerian piece dropped over. off. They're impressed. They're impressed. I over. mean, them young boys got energy. They ain't never had no dick like that in their life. What you mean? But and while you were talking, it made me think. The comedy that I that, that there's in is in those shows is the same type of comedy that to Six Nine is. Six Nine is a clown. He's performing. It's a joke. But I just don't like that brand of comedy. I would much rather watch these Nigerian men fuck 50-year-old ladies and try to take their money and then watch my man with no neck go to the Philippines and try to give him a little Asian piece. Bro, that and was wild. I don't know if you paid attention to that. Have you watched much I, I, I Listen, I did my deep dive on the clips, but I never watched four episodes. But, Man, um, this nigga is nasty. Ed? Big Ed. I seen him putting mayonnaise <laughs> in his hair. I seen the Jordan niggas putting mayonnaise in his hair. Talk about, right. yeah, I, I, I dye my hair and the scalp gets irritated. So this mayonnaise, mayonnaise, they followed that man in the bathroom with a jar of mayonnaise while he put it in his head. My God. I was like, I was like, this is the type of television I need to watch right here. <laughs> my God. My God. He told the girl, like, can you shave your, he gave her ultimatum. He said, can you shave your legs or I gave you a kiss? That was the ultimatum. And she, and she, shaved, she, like, she shaved her legs. Yeah. Bruh, how does you get somebody really don't fuck with you if you the first Bro. sign of affection? I now this is what I say. I do believe it's harder for some people to find love than others because of all the programming we have in our head about looks and money and things like that. So sometimes it's harder for people to find love. But I do feel like if you can find love without having money involved, without having to pay for a bride or things of that nature. I think you could find love. Maybe Ed just needed to reevaluate the shit he was looking for. You know what I'm saying? Ed seemed like he had high standards for a nigga with no neck and 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 a horrible build and shit. All like he had that. to do, listen, he really, she was gonna go through all that. All she wanted was some children. Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh yeah," he said, "You don't want no kids." He had no kids. kids, right? Yeah, he has like a daughter. You literally are gonna get the woman of your dreams. Man. She hates you. She hates you. She hates looking at you. But she's with, like, like I said, though, with the Nigerian man, the longing. She's like, look, I'll let this nigga fuck if you give me kids. Mm-hmm. And I will be yeah, with this people nigga. Compromise. She, people compromise. She looked at this nigga with disgust every time he Hey, you know what I watched? I felt like he didn't have any charm. Like, like is the, this is one thing I learned about life. It's not all about fucking looks. If, you, if you're charming... And you can woo somebody, and, and you can wine and dine them, and, and impress them with your with your mental. You don't gotta be the best looking motherfucker in the world. That motherfucker had no charm. Shit. If the bitch, if she, the bitch, I'm sorry. If she wasn't shaving her legs, he could have been like, "Look, let me run you a bath." And um, he could have had the razor sitting on the tub. He could have shaved her legs. Had, and then shaved it for her, and it'd been a nice intimate moment, and, like. Um, how about you shave your legs? I'll be like, let me shave your legs, you know? You know, because I kind of... And then he could have said, yeah, I like a nice smooth leg, so let me shave it for you. Been a nice intimate. Play some nice play some nice music in the background. You know what I'm saying? Give her a joint or some wine or something and get her relaxed. These niggas ain't got no... See? Ed should have... What's his name, Ed? Big Ed. 
She should have talked to us, man. We could have had that. That that Asian lady would have been loving that nigga, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe because there's no sports, but you know, I've been watching different shows with Matt Curry. NBA on the way back, though. Nani, Nani, Day Fiance. That's so. That's a keeper. Love at the lockup too. Those two. That's like that's great television. You know, what I'm saying I like watching uh, white trash shows. You know, for sure, man. I like I like watching. Yeah, it's man of my element. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with this shit every day. For sure, you gotta escape some way, but I will never escape by watching. That nigga name is Takashi Six Nine. He's Mexican. What the fuck is? Get the fuck out of here, bro. I don't know. That's that's all nasty. Um, I wanna. I, I'm gonna keep my keep it funky, nice and short and sweet. You know what I'm saying? This is the moment of a. Uh, you know, I guess uh, white people are trying to show themselves as allies. I guess, and um, I'm sick and tired of these niggas writing iOS press releases about how they've been reflecting. And how you know, you know, they didn't grow up like that, or you know, you know, I want to be an ally. Like, just say you didn't have to tweet, you don't have to make a uh, press release. Just say I won't fuck with that racist shit and keep moving. All we have to do is check you off the list. That's all we're really doing. Yeah. Like, I don't need you to put a, a six, seven paragraphs on Instagram about but listen, about how, like how you grew up not seeing color or whatever. Like you're. Your parents told you to, you know, value people by the, the content of their character. You know that whole spiel? Like, I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about none of that shit. Just say, say, a Mar- say a Martin Luther King quote. Yeah, just just say, I don't fuck with that racist shit, and I'm going to donate some money. That's all I need you to do. Well, see, the problem is, Chris, they don't have a PR person like you. They got other PR people that are white that are telling them, this is what you got to do. You gotta, oh, you gotta do all you got. There's got a checklist of things you gotta do. You gotta hit this point, hit this point, hit this point, hit this point, hit this point. Talk about your childhood. Did so, like they're they're going by a script, and it's not genuine for the most part. But um, yeah, I'm not reading that shit. I don't care. I never read. Like I seen Drew Brees shit. I, I didn't was read like, his uh, apology. I was like, he's rapping. I mean, he's you rapping. Wanted, you wanted to just face. So like, just get 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 right into that Drew Brees shit. Yeah, man. So listen. Chris talked about it. You want to be out. We need allies, bro. We can't do this by ourselves. We need people in positions of power, already in positions of power, to identify with the issues that we're trying to bring up and to speak to the people that they know they're powerful. So I understand what Drew Brees, but Drew Brees, his first response was some bullshit, bro. You you went you went straight into your your uh, non-empathy bag. You went straight into your well. My grandfather fought in the war, my nigga. We know what the fucking white man did, and we know how the white man feel. Because y'all fucking tell us every day. Stand for the goddamn flag, nigga. You better, you better fucking stand up and respect the flag. The military died for you to be able to know. The military died, and my grandfather fought in Korean War. His father fought in World War One, World War Two, for to come back and to be called a nigger by, by, by everybody. So... Your grandfather, your grandfather, he was a four-star general? Three-star. Three star. So imagine your grandfather is a three star general, still mm-hmm. getting caught. If he didn't have his uh, uniform on, walking down the street, exactly, he would he would see the same. So he he brought up a point that was the most invalid point that he could have brought up, trying to explain why he didn't like the protest, bro. No one, no one in position of power is gonna like anybody ever protest. So we ain't trying to hear that shit. But to stick to Drew Brees, you said that bullshit. You got checked. You apologize once, you apologize twice, you apologize three times. And 
you're doing what you're supposed to do. You fuck up. I fucked up. Chris, you fucked up. You fuck up. You acknowledge your mistake. You check yourself. You say you say your apologies you need to do. And then now it's time for you to change your behavior. Now, if I see you, if I see, I mean, all white people are ops to me until proven otherwise. He's still an op until proven otherwise. You said some cool shit. Now let me see the action behind you. Your, your track record has been pretty good. Drew Brees wasn't wasn't Tom Brady. Drew Brees ain't Ben Roethlisberger. Drew Brees is. Oh, he's a he's a, he played in a Black City. Katrina hit. He brought championship to the city. He he's done good. He's he's a stand up guy. But then you come out your mouth and you're like, oh, the dude that we thought would stand up is just like all the other white people. He feels the same way. He wants the black people to shut the fuck up and be happy that they're not slaves anymore. He wants the black people to shut the fuck up and stop protesting and, and causing a ruckus. They need to shut. They need to just pull themselves out of their boot traps. And we've been saying, nigga, we ain't got no boot traps. The flag don't mean shit to us. Y'all niggas don't give a fuck. The cops is killing us. Listen to what the fuck we're saying. And then you want to talk about your fucking grandfather. We don't give a fuck. Thank you for the apology. Change your behavior. And we can move the fuck on. Hey, you said it perfectly, man. You know, all white people are ops until proven otherwise, bro. Until proven otherwise, bro. I cross the street when I see white women. <laughs> I'd be like, nope, I don't even want to pass you. So your dog can sniff me, and then I got to kick your fucking dog, and then the next thing you know, I'm the nigga in Central Park. I don't got time for this shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like I said, I don't need the whole spiel. Just say you don't fuck with none of this shit. And show me a receipt. I don't even care. You know, actually, don't even show me a receipt that you donated. Because I don't really care for people's pockets. Just say you don't fuck with none of this shit. And that's all you really need to do for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you over. have, but 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 to say that, you they have to pick a side. And white people picking a side is not, I've heard a lot of people say, it's not them being silent. They have to be vocal. And they have to, they have to make their stand clear. In my mind, I think, my mind, I think that's you picking a side saying you don't fuck with none of these racists. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Here. That's that's what they have to do. But I just don't want people to think that they could be silent. If you white, you better be vocal and say, nah, I don't fuck. Because listen, as a man, I have to stand up and say, I'm not with that sexy shit. I'm not with rape culture. I'm not with these Me Too niggas. I got to, because I got to let people know where I stand on that shit. I'm not for them, them creepy niggas doing creepy shit. Stalking women. I'm not for that shit. So all you white people, you need to stand up and say, I'm not for that whack-ass race shit. These dumbass cops thinking black people lies on me and shit. The government fucking locking niggas up, doing 20% more time than all the white people. I'm not for that shit. For the same goddamn crime, I'm not for that shit. That's what you got to do. Pick a side. Yeah, I don't need none of that shit. And guess um, what? In that moment, in that moment, Drew Brees picked his side, but he was like, wait, 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 wait. He did. No, he picked his side when he realized he... That he, he ain't really he, want to be over there. He lives in New Orleans. <laughs> when he realized he lives in New Orleans, playing New Orleans. Bro, niggas would have been born and they got all the games. Oh, my gosh, bro. Like, it's, it, if you did it, if you said that shit and you played in New England, I get it. Oh, you know yeah, they saying? with you. Yeah, yeah. I like what Drew Brees but, said. He 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 stood he stood up for the white man. <laughs> you play in the one of the blackest cities in America, bro. Like for sure, nigga, in New Orleans. I'm pretty sure nigga will come find out where you stand. You know what I'm saying? Like, and for the most part, people really do like Drew Brees. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like Drew Brees, bro. I yeah. I call Duke. That's my man, Drew Brees, bro. Doobie, Doobies. He he be throwing that fucking rock. He old. He's still doing it. I like the way he carry himself. He don't talk. He bet he he he. He keep the shit on the field. 
And then everything you do see about him, family, positive. You know what I'm saying? I liked it. But then you picked your side, and I was like, oh, damn, you are up. I mean, young so I told you, uh, before the year started, I said, I'm taking niggas' words for what they mean. Straight you up. Said, you said that's what you meant. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's too much information on the internet, too much, uh, it, too much information out there. People have been, like, what's funny is to, to me is that, like, some people, a lot of white people, really think we have been putting our plight through music and entertainment, and we just be saying this shit for hundreds of years for it not to be true. Like, a collective community of people say, yo, the police are beating our asses in our music, in our television, in our movies, in our books, in our poetry. Everywhere. Like, it's everywhere. And, and, like, how do you, like, you think we just all came up to and, those and, as a and group? And, and, it's not, and listen, and it's not just hood niggas. It's every nigga. Donald Glover will say some shit about it. Motherfucker Van Jones will say some shit about it. Me, nigga, it go from rap. You said it. Rap, music, art, television, movies. It's in all of it. You, you don't gotta be, this shit? Like, you, you, don't gotta be a, you don't gotta be a poor black person or an underprivileged black person to uh, to be to see to know what the fuck comedy is out here, bro. It's it's just, it's it's mind-boggling to me sometimes that this is like a new concept to some No, people. because they've been ignoring it. They've been accept just like I said, niggas gotta be woke because no. they've been accepting the privilege the whole time. Like, oh shit. Oh, we know that. We know my that. kid my kids don't have to deal with that. My kids can have a six pack of beer in the car and a gun and cocaine. You know what the cop's gonna do? Who's your dad? Tell your dad to come pick you up and I'm gonna talk to him and we're gonna throw this away so it's not on your record. Like, if a nigga get pulled over he got he got a motherfucker, his fucking register. You know, the story, you seen that story about the motherfucker that was late to jury duty, they locked that nigga up for 20 minutes. No, what? It was a black dude. He was late for jury. He showed up, but he was late. The fucking judge sentenced that nigga to like 20 days in jail. Yo, that's wild. A white boy will be on his father's boat in the middle of the ocean with a dead hooker, and they gonna be like, well, is, uh, does the hooker have family? All right, nah. All right, look. That's what we're going to do. We're going to say she overdosed. You're going to do some community service, and it'll be all right. And, or that nigga that raped a girl behind the fucking uh, yeah, he got, dumpster. What, how many you get, like, 90 days? He, he got 90 days, and he ain't get no felony or some weird shit. But all I'm saying is the privilege has to be checked. And this is the last thing I want to say about this. White people have done the greatest flip of all time. They did the most killing, raping, robbing in all of human history. Maybe not all of human history. I think Genghis Khan did a lot too. But they've done, the most recent history, they've done a whole lot of killing, a whole lot of raping, a whole lot of bad shit. And then they want to put on a fucking cape. Like they're, they've never heard or fucked up nothing in their life. And you remember them, you know those pictures of fucking public lynchings, all them white people standing next to the fucking hanging dead body? Yeah. That's what all them silent people are. They not the one hanging them up. They not hanging niggas, but they'll stand there and watch a motherfucker get hung and take a picture next to the fucking body. I know who you people are. You don't change that much over time. That's why you need to pick a fucking side. Either you stopping them from stringing up a nigga or you standing there watching them string up a nigga. That's what the fuck it is. It's nasty, bro. I don't is taking pictures next to Emmett Till body or taking pictures next to uh, a motherfucker that just got lynched in a whole fucking gathering. 
Oh, we going to string up a nigga on Tuesday night. Oh, tell the family come out. Brother, they, dude, we about to get in this. Listen, they've been barbaric. They've been barbaric. Bro, you see movies of like, you know, back in the, back in Europe when, you know, when they had knights and shit like that, you know, with like the Roman Empire. Like, them niggas used to gather for public lynchings. Yeah. Hangings, everything. Yeah. Hanging. Like, you know what I'm saying? They used to watch niggas' heads get chopped off by the but, guillotine. But, it was but the those, thing to do. Well, at least those had some type of due process. Probably wasn't really good due process. But even back in the Western days. I'm, the saying, they're, they're, I'm saying they're used to this. Like, yes, it's nothing, they're used it's to it. It's, it's nothing. nothing. It's, it's in not, their yes. nature. It's in their blood. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, my thing is just like, it's, it's the disingenuous part of like, I've been doing some soul searching. Bitch, you been doing some soul searching? <laughs> this is Estrada broke your camera. Like, Estrada, like, had you, like, reflecting on all your privilege? Bro, they like, living in a nigga, bubble, bro. You love, living in a you love black culture. You love black culture. You're, you mm. love your, uh, you're hanging, you know, especially if you play sports, you're around black people most of the time. Hey, it's television you know, to them, bro. It's you don't think we... You don't hear none of the conversations that go into the com- uh, into your your locker room, like yo, bro, niggas is wild. Like I don't know, bro. Like it's like. But I would say though, athletes. General, shout out to Dr. Umar. Just just to type to, to talk to that point you just said. Athletes are not always the sharpest tools in the box. I understand they, that they they literally <laughs> bump their heads, especially football players. They run into each other full speed for money. So I can't always say that those men in the locker room are the men that would be the best representatives. And shout out to Dr. Umar, who talk about, who's, who's made his comments about the, the black athletes, entertainers. They get to that point, and then they are silent about shit. We see how Lil Wayne reacted. We see what Terry Crews and these motherfuckers be saying. They get their money, they get successful, and then they, they kind of detach themselves. Not all, not everyone, but there, there's, there's less of a anger because you know what? My family's good. I'm good. I have effluence now. I'm in the parties with these these, uh, these with these other top show people. So continue, Chris. I mean, I think Terry, you transition king of the day. I mean, you brought up yeah, the, Terry Crews, motherfucker. You brought up the Terry Crews, my nigga, and uh, you know our conversation. Did you even get the intro to podcast, nigga? I did. You did? Yeah. Okay, as long as you did, okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Right now, I don't think like with these Zoom with these Zoom calls, I really just lost all type of structure. But I like this type of format where we just be real spill, just just go, bro. It's it's what it is, bro. We we gonna have more structure and probably I wanna have another model talk awards after this. Um, well, not after, but you know, in response to this pandemic and in the um the the riots and the protests, you know, I probably wanna have another model talk awards. We can have some cool segments later. Yeah, bro. Uh, but yeah, speaking of Terry Crews, uh, if you're not aware, he has some problematic tweets. Uh, actually, ten hours ago. But um, I'll read the tweets later. But the conversation piece that we want to talk about today, kind of just, and um, I like to have our you know, followers join in. Is uh, so I'm working on the title of this, but how coon is too coon? So <laughs> I said I'm working on the title. Working on the title. You know what I'm saying? I think we should. I think we should lay it out like a like a uh, like a line, like like just like the the parties. Like if you're left, you're liberal. If you're right, you're uh, conservative. We're gonna say on the right is the coon, and on the left is the militant. Okay, uh, we could do that. But 
in general. So black people, we're not a monolith. We all don't have the same thoughts, you know. People, no. People can be more radical. People can be more, let's say, anti. Um, but I feel like, especially now, everybody on social media, they're in the house and with these protests and just anything with white people in general, we're just at such a high sensitivity. Our, so we're very high. Um, our sensitivity the coon alert is on high. Yeah, our sensitivity levels are really high. So we're not tolerating nothing that's anti-black. So, yeah. so if, you, if you ain't coming through like black as me, <laughs> if you if you're not coming through nappy headed, you know what I'm saying? Then it's like we we kind of not trying to hear it right now. I'm just being yeah. honest. So, so Terry Crews as an example because his coon chip has been activated. Coon chip up to Umar. That shit went off, off, off. So I'm gonna read the tweets and Terry, you let me know how cool this is on the level uh, one to ten. So 21 hours ago, he says, "Let's actually um, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Quality is the truth. Like it or not, we are all in this together." And that was the tweet that kind of blew up. That's not a ten. But it's definitely on the scale. That's about a four. Any amount of cooning is too much cooning. But that's, I, I but see, when you read it out loud, I kind of because when when I read it, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? I didn't really understand. But he he doesn't want it to. I guess he don't want it to flip and be like, black people are the supreme and white people are beneath us. So he's like, we need to, we have to take it down with them. And we've said on this podcast, we need allies. We need allies of every race. I want Asian people to stand up. I want the Middle Eastern people to stand up. I want the, you know what I'm saying? I want South American people, Latino people, Latina X, whatever. Everybody stand up for us, just like I would stand up for them. Detainees at the... Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What? All right, so defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. What is black supremacy? I and mean, I guess it's just the... the, the that the, sounds the, like something I want to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the inverse of white supremacy, I suppose. Black supremacy, if we want to take, make a definition. Now, I, I don't believe any one race is better than others. I believe that, you know, every man should be judged by their, uh, their, uh, their merits. And I think that the hardest workers... And the people that, that have the most output should be the leaders and be on top. But um, I don't so, know. Black supremacy, so I'm not against it. Let's, let's, let's go further into it. So I guess is uh, you know Tyler James Williams? That was his uh, on that was his TV son on uh, yeah. That, he played Chris. he played Chris right. Yeah. So he tweeted and was like, "I'm not trying to call you out. You know it's all love, but." We're rightfully angry right now, fed up with anyone not with our cause wholeheartedly, like we've been saying for the past our whole life. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, I don't want to see that energy pointed to your way or diverted from the cause. So Terry Crews responded and says, I understand. And it makes sense now. I mean, he says, I was not saying black supremacy exists because it doesn't. It don't. 
I'm saying not, if both not even in Africa does black supremacy exist. Nigga, the white people got Africa. Correct. He says uh, and he the Chinese. He further goes and says, "I am saying if black, if both black and whites don't continue to work together, bad attitudes and resentments can create a dangerous self righteousness. Righteousness. That's all. Um, I don't know. It's like uh, I get what you're trying to say, but it's just." It's not. It's not needed. It's not needed. And I also want to say that um, Terry Crews played in the NFL, so he used to run full speed into niggas too. So, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to understand the brain that we're trying to break this tweet down from is a brain that probably has light CTE in it. Okay. So, um, so this is this is the tweet that I think that we could really go further into. He says, "Any black person who calls me a coon, as we discussed cooning." or Uncle Tom for promoting equality is a black supremacist because they have determined who's black and who is not. My nigga, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. This is live, live nah. reaction, live reaction. My nigga. No one wants to be called a coon, you're right. And Terry Crews, you've done some coon shit. It's a fact, whether it's not, listen, I've done some homophobic shit in my life. I'm not a homophobic person, but I've done some homophobic shit. Now, I do not know if Terry Crews is a whole coon, but you've done some coon shit. When you, when you, when you try to defend NBC over Gabrielle Union, when, they, when she was talking about her, um, her experience working on the show, I believe it was America's Got Talent or whatever the fuck the show was, um, you sided with the fucking network and the white people. And try to say, no, they're accepting of everybody, whatever. But when your ass got your dick grabbed by a gay dude in a party, everybody, including Gabrielle Union, came to your rescue and was like, no, this will not stand. I stand by Terry. It's fucked up in Hollywood. You cooned in that scenario. And now in this scenario, once again, stop speaking up for white people. Let the white people defend. That's, that's what it is. I said it last episode. No white person needs any black person to defend them, ever. They got it. They are defended. Terry Crews, stop caping and try to listen. Oh, and then um, I was listening to Joe Budden podcast today, too. And he it said, he, they made a point that I do kind of think kind of fits into this. We do not want to alienate any of our allies. Any white person that agrees that racism is trash and then they're fighting with us we do not want to alienate alienate you but we have to call out the fuckery and the fuckery is mainly with the power structure the power structure is white we talking about white people stop caping you cooning when you start defending whites so i think you had a matter four your rent gave me about that second tweet that second tweet (laughs) took it up because the first tweet, I was like, nigga, black supremacy? Ooh, what's that? I might want to be about that. But then, but then this one, he talked about people calling him a coon. He's done coon things, though. Defending white people. Mm-hmm. When the but defending white people, when, when, when there is some, some ambiguity about what's right, makes you look like a coon. Now... This nigga got head trauma. I don't think he's really good at explaining himself because he said a lot of dumb shit before in the past. I think he needs to do like Kanye. Shut the fuck up. Because Kanye is, is King Coon. He was King Coon. 
He was he was Kanye West for all of 2018, bro. They were getting him out of here, man. Um, and I personally got Kanye out of here too. So you know, two further. Uh, he has been doing the work, I guess, in my in the past couple of days. And where... and, this, and Chris, you said black people are not a monolith. All of us don't think the same about everything. All of us have a different strategy about how we want to attack the system, about how we want to like. Personally, I haven't been out in the streets protesting. Number one, because I'm a felon. <laughs> number two, <laughs> number two, because my form, the, the way that I'm choosing to protest is the way that I live my life, and and how successful I am going to be able to, be, how successful I plan to become within the system, and the things that I'm going to be able to do for my people once I'm stable and in a place financially, physically, emotionally, mentally. I'm going to be such an asset to my people. So I'm protecting my peace by not going out in the street and rioting and being amongst the fuckery. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, my protest is in my black excellence. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's mm-hmm. what I'm in it for. So everyone is not going to say, not, some people are going to be like, nah, nigga, if you're not on the streets, you're not about it. And they, if they have valid points, I'm going to have to take that. But Terry Crews, I don't know what fucking points he's making, my guy. I don't know. You know why my coon my my coon meter for Terry Cruz is like heightened. And right it sucks they make a name Terry too. Yeah, that sucks, bro. Um, he's using the same. See, he's using those same rhetorics that you know other black, I guess, Republicans, Trump Republicans have been saying. You know, I believe it's important we we not suffer from groupthink. That's the trigger word for me, and we keep our minds of our own and be allowed to ask difficult questions to each other. I believe this dialogue is important as we get through this trauma together. I love you. Like, I get what you mean, my nigga, but it's not the time. Like, it's not the time and, to be. Like, you don't have to say that on your platform. Brish, you say all the time. My nigga, what is your group chat for? Send yeah. that to your group of close friends. Oh, yeah. Let them, Vent let that. them check Vent that. you. Let them check you. So, it, listen, I've, I said some shit about Trump in 2016 around a group of friends, and they checked me on that shit. I was like, you know what? Do I really want all these immigrants coming to the country? And they was like, nigga, what's wrong with you, bro? You're doing jobs you don't want to do. And they got me together on that issue. I didn't go to Twitter and say anything about Trump. I said it to my yeah. friends. My nigga, say it to your friends before you take it to Twitter, bro. And again, it's one of those things, I, uh, you know, Dada said this, you know, we shouldn't be taking the words of celebrities, you know, as Fuck no. But these niggas have a platform, bro. He has, a million, fo- he has a million followers, bro. So it's like, I, I get it. We shouldn't be taking celebrities as, you know, word of stone, but they know they have a platform. And unfortunately, with social media, your platform is, you know, what you say is going to get retweeted and liked. You know what I'm saying? He hit That first tweet he initially sent out was retweeted 21,000 times, bro. 21,000 guess times. what? And white people are like, hell yeah. And white people oh, are like, fuck see, yeah. see, look, it's a black guy that understands what we're talking about. And they're using you as a, they're using you as propaganda for their message, Terry. And I, that's a great point, Terry. <laughs> Speaking of Terry, Terry Cruz, like that is the message that all racist white people use. As um, I was listening to my man today on another podcast, his name is John Cornegay. I will shout him out later. Uh, the exceptional Negro. Mm-hmm. He, that's you know they're gonna use him to prop up their agenda for whatever sick shit and racist shit they're trying to use to all lives matter the situation, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I said it last week, 
black people at this point, this is the easiest time for us to be unified than we've had in the past. Even when Obama was president, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have one unified goal this past couple of weeks. Stay on these white people's necks, stay on these cops' necks, and get the, you know, whatever we, what we're trying to do, this agenda passed, it's, it's, it's our time. You know what I'm yes. saying? Let's not make it easy for white racist people just to, like, stay with the status quo. You know what I'm saying? You don't need, like you said, we don't, you, we don't need you to defend white people. They they're fine. The, they're fine. They've always been fine. Always been fine. And, like, that is that the, your coon chip is getting more activated the more you yes, start. Yes, he, he went from a four to a six. Yeah, you're, and you're defending white people, your coon chip is being activated. 100%. And um, I had another coon that I wanted to bring to the conversation, but I had something on. Oh, yeah, unity. When you talk about unity, unity has always been, I guess they say, our downfall. We haven't always come with the united stance, and we haven't been always come with um, together on one accord about the issues that we're facing. But I just want to look back at history and, and just kind of remind all the listeners and everybody out there that we don't need everybody. We don't. We just need the majority. You know what I'm saying? What, what they do in all the votes that they take in Congress or on the Supreme Court, they don't, everybody's not going to agree. But if we could come to a majority consensus, and I want to look back, and, and we, we kind of glamorize and um, – uh, I'm not going to think of the right word, the white word right now, but we kind of put these people up on pedestal like Martin, Martin, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. But people of those times will tell you, not every black per person agreed with Martin Luther King. Not mm -hmm. every black person agreed with, Martin, with Malcolm X or Elijah Muhammad or Farrakhan. All of, there's, always this, there's always a dissenting view, and that's good. We need to challenge each other, just like we challenge him, brother, Cruz right now on his other way of thinking. My nigga, you coon chip. You didn't you didn't went up on the coon meter about six. You went hit a six on the coon meter, bring it down. So um I just want to say unity has always been tough. We're fighting, we, we just need a majority. We don't need everybody. Now the other coon I'm gonna bring up, uh, I don't know if you probably don't follow her, Candace Owens. I know you heard of her. Yeah, I know who she is. She be who she be cooning at a rapid rate. Um <laughs> what has she done lately? Okay, so lately, the thing I'm bringing up, so George Floyd, obviously no one's perfect. She started bringing up the concept that um, black people are the only race that martyrs their criminals, that makes martyrs out of their criminals, out of their, the, the, the bad people amongst their race. She said white people don't do it, Asian people don't do it. They, they look, anybody in their community that's a criminal or does something bad, they cast them aside, and they do not raise them up as whatever. So obviously George Floyd, his um his arrest, he was arrested for counter for whatever, whatever. But um, she she couldn't argue this point. She said whatever he did, he didn't deserve to die for. And once I heard that, I was like, all right, at least you ain't lose me in the beginning. But she continued on about why black people martyr criminals and bad people, and why don't they just put them to a side like everybody else? I wanted to be like, bitch. Stop making white people's arguments for them. I, I could give a fuck what that man, I mean, I, I, I care about what he did. I care about crime. I care about people following the laws of the land, even though most of the laws are bullshit. But if he was arrested and actually broke a law, there is no law besides murder that someone should lose their life for. And even when people murder people, they don't just get killed in the street. Yes. 
Dylan Roof shot up a whole goddamn church. That man wasn't killed in the street. They got Burger King. The white, the white boy that shot every white school shooter that's captured doesn't die in the street. So her argument, if they don't prop up, uh, martyr. They mar- Why are we martyr. martyring criminals? They do that. All the, white people do it all the time. All of our, all of our uh, Confederate, Confederate uh, statues. Technically, they are criminals. Yes, they're, they're criminals. They they believe in slavery, which was probably which was the law of the land, but that's slavery. Which is, you know, humanity. Uh, it's not right as a human to enslave somebody. Yeah, now they prop up. They prop up Christopher Columbus. He has a whole holiday. He first off, he, he he committed genocide. He went to the wrong place. He called this. Uh, he was looking for actual India, and he found this place. And okay, one, he doesn't know where the fuck he's at. So, <laughs> so that's a fallacy there, right? He lied about his location. And two, he committed genocide. He's a criminal there. You know what I'm saying? I, that 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 argument is a fallacy, bro. She she was cool. Like she she's she's. I want when I listen to her, I'll be looking for her support of black people, and she's very critical of black America. She she doesn't even believe that that uh, black people are killed at a high rate by the police. She says that. I guess um I can't think of it. She says that only point oh four percent oh oh four percent of black people will be killed. Killed by the police are unarmed black people, and she thinks that it's a it's a media whole media like um, they're trying to weaponize the black people to Democratic Party by saying that police brutality is a thing. She doesn't even believe police brutality or against black people is real. She thinks my the media. Argument, my argument to that because I've heard that before from other white people is it's just simply numbers. We're only thirteen percent of the population. Y'all are the majority. Supposedly. Of the Supposedly, yeah. I've been I've been questioning that percentage for a long time. But yes, well, continue. There, there's definitely more white people in America than there are black people. And that's a fact. So if you do numbers, numbers are going to support your argument about black white people that get killed by the police because there's literally more of y'all. But mm-hmm. if you do just being a, a reasonable person, again, like we said earlier, we just not are just. The, the black community isn't I just out here just one day decide we're gonna be have a vendetta against the police. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know, we always, uh, one thing on Twitter that we always, you know, we think is funny is that, you know, people, we grew up all kind of the same, right? Like, um, somebody from the South has similar experiences from somebody from where, from the yeah. West We've never had conversations before. What we know as black people, and we've all experienced this in some way or, you know, through friends or family that the police harass us and violently uh, and disproportionately attack us. It's a yeah. fact. It's like, and it doesn't always involve death, but like just police brutality in general, but like getting thrown up against the wall or getting handcuffed. I might get let go, but why am I getting handcuffed? Why, why am I getting... Do yeah. white people ever get questioned of like, hey, you look like a suspect? Yeah, bro. I don't yeah. think that happens. I don't think that happens. I don't think like like oh, there's a suspect in the area. We fit the description. I don't think white people ever get asked. They get the benefit of the doubt. For yes, sure. you know what I'm saying. What do you think is uh when when white people or white men murder and their whole family? What they're gonna do? They're gonna pop up the family photo of them looking super happy. 
yep. puppy, not knowing he just murdered everybody. Well, it, you know, little little Reese and them, you know, he got a little weed charge, and they make him look like a fucking yeah, bro. It's 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 the whole kingpin. portrayal. It's yeah, everything, bro. Like, bro. But her coon, her coon jump off the scale though. She, she's she she calls herself a conservative, uh, conservative black person. She's a Trump supporter, all of that. So I just wrong um, with. There's nothing wrong with, I guess, black Republicans. I it's black Republicans that uh, support Trump. That's where I'm lost. Yeah, because it's a it's a lot of Republicans that don't support Trump. It's like. I don't know. Her cool shit was off the reader because, like, I feel like she, she, the, the, when she was talking about the martyring of a criminal, I'm just talking about the hum, the human part of it. We're humans. Our humanity is any less than anybody, anyone else is on this planet. But for some reason, we can do this. We can do the same infractions as any other race. But we're our shit ends up in our death, or our shit ends up with us being incarcerated for for way longer. A white a white bitch could fucking Remember they sent that white lady, the, it's just so many stories. They sent the black lady to jail for sending her kid to a different school district because she wanted him to have better. They sent that lady to jail. And the same white women did that in California. The nothing. Them bitches ain't going to do jail time. And, and, and listen, that's, that's what we're talking about. That's exactly what you said. We all grew up the same. We know what's going on. And when people try to come up with bullshit reasons why things are, aren't really what we think they are, you're insulting our intelligence. You're insulting our intelligence, man. Yeah. So motherfuckers be cooning at a rapid rate. Terry Crews went off the jump. Candace, Candace Owens, her uh, her coon, her coon jump off the fucking charts. Kanye's kind of came down. Kanye came down. Yeah, I would agree. Like I was, I was super hard on Kanye, uh, but he has been like, he's been doing the work. He's been doing the work. I mean, his, and his white wife has also been doing the work. He still says he's gonna vote for Trump, so his coon meter is still pretty high for me. But he went know, from like an eight to a seven. He was like a six. I mean, fucking with Trump, you're automatically a five plus. So yeah, um, but so I mean, Kanye, he's doing the work. I can't get mad at that. I mean, I don't. Who else really is cooning, use... man? Who, who else you see cooning? Um. I mean, Dez Brown was cooning for a little bit when he was, when he, my man Dez, when he was like, again, I think the number one thing where we think, where we cancel it, because this is a, that word coon is when you defend white people. And he was defending white people over, you know, saying like, I know good white people and I know bad white people. Like, no one's not saying all white people are bad. And they don't get that rap. You know what I'm saying? But it, well, we don't get that. We don't, as black people, we don't get that. One one bad person in the eyes of white people, and this is the thing we keep arguing. One 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 bad apple in the black community represents everybody. Spoils the bunch, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but white people don't get that that uh, that benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, but, think, and also, it's like it's so systematic with us, bro. Like they, we talked about last week, them burning down Black Wall Street. They murder like they, we. There's no leadership. There's no unity. That you murder the ones that do. Any white like, what are you talking about? And any and most white people that 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 do speak up for us at a high enough level, they fucking tear them down too. They kill like you. Know what I'm saying like, it's we've seen it happen too many times. You will not allow us. It seems like the system will not allow the black person to rise. Well, not the black because we 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 steady rising. 
but it's like there's a concerted effort to keep the black man down. They kill us in, in ways they don't kill other people. They, they allow things to happen to us that they don't allow to happen to other Americans. And we are protect, we're supposed to be protected by the laws just the same as everybody else. But why are we not receiving the same treatment? They will never kneel on a, a fucking white boy's neck till he dies. Even if he's on crack. I seen a video on a lot of the white, the motherfucker was waving a gun at the police. They didn't fire one shot. I mean, how many times have we seen somebody, the, a white person just violate, just... A cop. Yeah. And you still get the benefit of the doubt, bro. We have a whole shootout. We have a whole shootout. The suspect was taken, you know, not violate. What's going on here, bro? Bro, I'm, that's why I'm still at, bro. I'm still advocating, bro. We need to move out of this. Or we just, we really need to start controlling our communities even more. I think that we need to go to these less populated states and build up our own cities there so we control the police, the governor, the mayor. The I tweeted, I tweeted, I'm, you know what, it's a perfect opportunity for all these businesses that got burnt down. Uh, it's a perfect opportunity to come in and build them joints up, build up neighborhoods because uh, a lot of these people, a lot of these businesses are not going to be able to rebuild, right? But if mm -hmm. somebody, a black investor, or somebody with black influences, uh, influencer with money, they can buy up these buildings that aren't being rebuilt. It's a perfect opportunity to come in on low and build back up opportunities. Do the, do the ashes rise as a things, bro. I think there's opportunities for black people to really create our own neighborhoods again with some of these businesses. Yeah, man. And then, down. and then isolate ourselves. And then, yeah. well, not isolate ourselves, but definitely insulate ourselves. Just like the Jewish people do, just like the white people have done. We have to insulate ourselves to where there's a, there's a, there's a barrier to entry from anybody that's not positively affecting us. The cops will not police neighborhoods where they're, like you said, we say all the time, the, the reason why the cops is because they're scary. They're scared of us. So we, we're going to have our police, the police force and the police precincts are going to be with cops who look like us, cops who know the people. So that we, so that, I mean, that's what, that's what the plan really is. I think after this, this, as this unrest is going on, we need to ask for prosecution of all people that, uh, they kill black people or police brutality or brutal to black people in some way. I want legislation on the books for um, motherfucking all the motherfuckers in jail. I mean, I ain't, I'm going to make the list we have the next podcast. But we need to insulate our communities even more. We talk about the circulation of the black dollar. We talk about uh, having our own businesses and building up our own industries. But we need to we need to take this time right now to, to, to really plan that out, man. Hmm. We got to, cause I'm sick of the coons, and I'm sick. I'm sick of the bullshit, man. I'm sick. I'm sick of it, man. Oh, blue, blue face been cooning. Blue face. But see, hey, that's it's, it's that's on brand though. That's on brand though. Exactly. It's like the people that I don't expect it from is is, is where it kind of gets you off guard. Like, not to not to say that Drew Brees is a good guy, but like that kind of that. I was like, damn, where that shit come from? And then, like, Terry oh, Crews, that really Wayne didn't surprise me because I'm like, oh, you've cooned in the past. Wayne's been cooned. Uh, we need to make it, There hasn't been many – well, there have been surprise coons. We had Desi. We had Simone B. We had 
Spider-Man, Spider-Verse dude. It's been some surprise cooning going Weezy, on. Weezy, Weezy, Weezy been cooning. Little Wayne. Trina kind of cooned for a second. Oh, no. She she cooned. She got She, she said she what she back, said. She like I back, said, bro. she, but like, okay, in my situation, in my opinion, and I was like, she had all the energy. All the energy. She was on Twitter clapping back at people on the radio. Even Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy was like, I don't know about that. People are hurting now. People are broke, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And she was just not listening, like you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't well, know. Black I women don't. Well, women don't like to listen. <laughs> I'm not saying black women. Women, they they know everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. she had all the energy, and I guess. I, I, I just I would rather people just say they're on drugs. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, being high does make you think crazy, bro. I think I thought some of the wildest shit of my life. Me too, bro. And I would I would give you the benefit of that if you said you were high. If you just sober and you have all this energy and then you want to apologize the next day, nah, son. That's not, I don't know. You felt that way. From yeah, me. and what I ain't like about Trina is that she used their words Black against beast. us. Yeah, like she used the white people's, she used that shit against us. She was like, the animals in the street. I'm like, why are you using their language to talk about our people? Like, we know we be fucking up, but just say, Y'all niggas need to stop fucking acting stupid in the streets. Calling them animals and taking away their humanity is exactly what we're fighting against right now. And you're going to sit here and say they're animals. That's why they feel so comfortable shooting us because they don't think we're fucking human. They don't see us as a brother, a father, a a son, a sister, an aunt, a cousin. They don't see us as, they don't see us as members of the church. Leaders in our community, Sunday school teachers, fucking, they don't see you as a market, as a marketing exec. They don't see us as that. They see us as animals. Hmm. And that's what we're fighting. That's why I heard. That's why I heard. So she, yeah, she went up on the cool meter. She went up. You know what I'm saying? That's why I heard. That's all it really is. Players fuck up. This is a player first podcast. You have to correct. And if you don't show no change in behavior, you're going to be that forever. No. Like this motherfucker Takashi, we're going to say his name again. He ain't show no change in his behavior. He's a clown forever. Yeah, but he's getting reinforced. That's the problem. He's, get, he's getting reinforced with money and the attention, so he thinks this clown behavior is acceptable. Most clowns do get reinforced by the massa. True. They listen. Oh, and I was gonna say this before we started. The the the, the far right of the coon the coon meter is is uh Samuel Jackson and Django. That motherfucker crime. Oh mode. my gosh. That motherfucker, <laughs> he was treated. Listen, the coon get treated good. He get the, he get the scraps off massive plate. He get the he get to stay in the big house. He get he get privileges to come and go as he please and and, and, and get to, to to to. So like, don't act like coon coon got his privileges. It ain't like Cooney is on niggas. Listen, I, I believe Cooney has a lot of privileges because you see them girls uh, with diamond and silk or whatever them names are. They, they be Cooney for Donald, Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, the two black ladies. Yeah, he probably getting a good old check. You know what I'm saying? But the, this goes back to a conversation we had long ago. How, how much are you willing to sell yourself off for? You know what I'm saying? They're probably getting paid handsomely. And, and and it's not like and they probably actually believe the things that they're saying. Like like I said, we we said on this podcast, like Chris just said it, 
not everybody thinks the same. There's going to be different different ways of thinking about shit, but we can make a consensus call that you cooning. <laughs> we can make that call. Yeah, bro. I don't know. You don't, I just don't like it when it seems like you're not for us. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I agree with you there, bro. Like, even, bro, I'm even for the motherfucker. I'm for the, like, I'm not for all the ignorant shit, but I'm for the ignorant motherfucker because I understand why they're ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Like, even all the dumb shit Boosie say, and I'm not, not that's not the hill I'm a down. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say it. I'm down that hill, bro. But but for the person that's ignorant, I want to be there to to be like, bruh, read this. Nah, this was you're looking in the wrong direction. Terry, we said it last week. The episode was titled "Niggas Don't Read." You gotta know your history. You gotta know the plan. You gotta know the structure to to try to dismantle it. And I'm for I'm for us. I'm for the I'm for the dude that looks just like me that didn't have the opportunities that I had. Because when they see him, they see me. And I think that's what these people are pretty don't understand. They see you still a nigga in a coop, bro. You still a nigga in a coop. It don't matter if you got on Javinci. It don't matter if you got on Balenciaga. It don't matter if you got on off-white. When they see you at night. Oh, you know, then you say off-white. Virgil was cooning. Oh yeah, two Virgils. <laughs> Keep two Virgils. That was a Shout out to Twitter for making light of everything. Yeah, he cooned hard for that white man. Yeah, what was it Sean Witherspoon? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, Witherspoon or whatever. Nigga, was Listen, hurt. This is, I mean, I just really want everyone to know that white people are going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Even Karen, they lost her job. She's going to land on her feet. <laughs> like, like, she's not going to be, she was, she's not going to be homeless. She's not going to start sucking dick for rent. She's gonna be fine. And Sean Witherspoon, whoever, that lost his store, and they're gonna be fine. And they didn't, I, they didn't I ask you to do that. They didn't ask you to go out there and protect their innocence. I protect care them. about I care about the small black business that, that went out of business because of coronavirus, the restaurants. I care about that's what I care about. I care about the people that actually the the, the spots that shouldn't have got fucked up, they got fucked up that were black owned. That's what I care about. Yeah, bro. And then like, you know, first off, he's in a space as black. He's in a space as black, profiting, profiting, profiting off our, off our culture of cool. You know what I'm saying? Re- reselling our cool things. You know what I'm the saying? Shit like, that we, the shit that we said was dope. That we, exactly. So like, who, who built Nike? Who built Nike? A black man, not built it, but who man. made Nike what it was? The athletes. The athletes that are black, Make that shit cool. That you want that shit to be cool, put it in the best black athlete. Put put Under Armour, put Steph Curry in Under Armour. Put fucking LeBron in Nike. Put Kawhi in New Balance. That's what they are selling. They're selling us. They're selling our the the, the equity in our culture. So bow down to the black man and the black woman. And the story, bro. You know what I'm saying. The coon chip is activated. We're, high, we're Listen, I'll be, listen, I'll be, I felt like my coon, like, I was thinking back on how I used to, like, I used to say, like, not all white people, even on this podcast, I'd be like, listen, we're not talking to all white people. I feel like that was my coon chip trying to get activated. <laughs> because, because you and Dot, like, y'all definitely go militant, y'all go hard. And I don't, and I don't want to alienate good people. But, like, right now, at this time, I want people to just use their, 
use their higher thinking and know that we're not talking about all people. We're talking about the bad people. I mean, until, like you said, until you identify yourself as an ally, I'm going to treat you as an op. And that's yeah, if we're at war, I, I feel like, uh, man, I guess you guys been saying it, man. When you're at war, man, you got to, until proven, until it's not, what they say, until it's not a threat, until it's proven not to be a threat, it's a threat, man. Yeah, bro. But, um, and I want, I want, I, I really want to hammer this home. I'm, I'm not the smart, I'm not the sharpest pencil in the drawer. But I want everyone to understand that most human beings are stupid. They are followers. They are dumb, dumb, dumb. In every sense of the word, most humans are dumb. Why do you think there's elected officials? And why do you think there's leaders in there? Most people are stupid. Most things you hear are going to sound fucking dumb. They're not going to have no logic behind it. There's not going to be no thought behind it. They're going to talk because it sounds good to hear so please i don't want you guys to, to all my intelligent people out there please don't get stressed out by all the stupid people saying stupid shit because i found myself there all week i had bro i deleted twitter and instagram off my phone it's a blessing right it's about to, I, I just started today though so it's about to be 24 hours pretty soon but it's like i had i'm like why i'm looking at all these opinions and i'm like yo all of them are dumb I'm smart enough to know I'm stupid. They're not smart enough to know they're stupid. They really think they're smart. Stupid is a stupid does. Shout out to my man. Uh, Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. Shout out to a white man. Well, Forrest Gump. I he feel didn't like see color. He really didn't see color. He really, like, yeah, Forrest Gump is an authentic white man. I feel like I he would be an ally. Like, Bubba Gump But was he also was man. mentally challenged. <laughs> Bubba Gump was his best friend, bro. And you know, it was he, another mentally challenged person. <laughs> he uplifted Bubba Gump and his family and, and, and blessed his family with generational wealth. That's yes, that's is. the ally of a lifetime. Amen. That's a great ally. Exactly. White people, you want to know what an ally is? Watch Forrest Gump. He prom he made a promise to that man's family and he did it. Everybody was racist. It was in mid-Vietnam War. Everybody was racist. Didn't fuck with none of the black soldiers. But my man pulled up Forrest Gump. Shit, I still want my 40 acres. Fuck a mule. Shout out to my... Well, you know what? Shout out to my man, uh, John. He asked me today... Uh, and this is... We can... Uh, this is the last part before we go into, like, the last thing. He asked me, uh, what would you rather have? The... The... The devastation of the current system, basically the the systematic racism, like taken uh, removed, or would you like your 48, uh, 40 acres and a mule um, that you were promised, but with inflation, it would be whatever it is. What would, mm. you would I rather have it all taken away, all this shit that's fucked up taken away, or would I want my 40 acres? Would you rather have a total deconstruction of the racist society or let society be as it is and get your equivalent of a 40 acres in a mule? I mean, granted, like, you know, taking inflation and things like that. Now, I'm of two minds when it comes to this. I want to be altruistic and I want to be for the good of mankind and say, take away all of the you know, systematic. Yeah, well, either or. Either or. But I. I I am also, I would say, I guess I'm a, a realist in some ways. I, I know that there's always going to be a fucked up power structure. 
and there's always going to be someone that's just not served by the by the government so i would kind of just want to get my land and build my own utopia i agree i'm on the same tip give me my 40 acres and a mule you know if you do the equivalent of what inflation is and how things progress in time eh, that's enough to start it gotta be good land though don't don't let them give you no fucked up land i mean of course i guess uh let's Maybe they don't give you the land, but they give you the money of you know, what you're filling. Equivalent the price of the land. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you that, know that fucked up swamp land that you can't grow, build yeah. nothing so on. Don't give me the land; just give me the money or what? It, like if I had a forty acres and a mule, and my uh, grandfather had one, or my grand great grandfather had great grandfather had a forty acre and a mule, and what we could have accrued on that land, or with the possibilities of however they figure it out. I would just give me the money and let me decide what I do with that. And, you know, that's probably enough to start some type of But you know what, Chris? We, should, we shouldn't have to choose. We should be able to have both. But since you said that, I'm going to switch and I'm going to say I, I would want the system dismantled. I would want, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give up my land and my money for everyone to have their freedom. Uh, very idealistic. That's what we should do, right? That's what you should do. I mean, I it's very idealistic, and it sounds good, but I know we live in a capitalist society, so somebody's going to have to lose at the end of the day. I'd rather not be the one that's losing. So give me my money and let me do what I need to do for my community. I can build up my, like we said, we can build up Black Wall Streets. We can build up, you know, generational wealth with the money that we're Rightfully, oh, yeah, we everybody, are. Everybody got reparations to black people, bro. We are so really. Let me get that money and let me. I'll figure out. You know, I, we already know oh. how to deal with systemic racism. We've been living this our whole life. I can finesse this. Give me the money. Money is the great equalizer in America. It is. Uh, it, is it is. Just don't get your money and start cooning. <laughs> this nigga go cut his afro. He gonna cut his beard. He gonna he gonna he gonna go to Brooks Brothers and oh, Banana Brooks, Republic. Brooks Brothers got great deals. Whatever, but you gonna start dressing. You gonna dress like like uh like kid in uh in class act with your penny loafers. I got you a pair of penny loafers. And you gonna forget about you gonna forget about your black brothers and stuff. Nah, I can't man. I can't do that. But I'm gonna take that money though. Sure. But uh, so as you so let's just. Uh, you know, end it off. It's getting a little late. You know, what I'm saying it's almost ten o'clock time. Um, yeah, so I'm um I'm gonna start first with the uh, black business owner of the week, um, small business owner, and I've mentioned his name a couple of times. This is actually my coworker. His name is John Cornegay. Uh, you know, he's a, he's becoming a real good friend of mine. Um, but you know, he's a he's a photographer. And he does great uh, noir pictures, and he's he's an advocate. He's an advocate. He's a uh, he he gets me in my dark humor bag sometimes. Like you know, uh, as we are the lone two black people on my immediate team, we immediately bonded. You know, what I'm saying he's a good dude. Um, so if we, he's in the Raleigh area now, but I'm pretty sure of the bag right. He'll go wherever you need to go to take pictures. Um, so for you to check out his photography and his work, you can either 
uh, go on his Instagram at, at John Cornegay. So that's A-J-O-H-N-K-O-R-N-E-G-A-Y. Or uh, his website, same same title, John Cornegay. Um, www.johncornegay.com. Um, you know, shout out to him. And, uh, you know, I value you. I want to see you win, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And uh, continue to, you know, do what you need to do. So that's my small business owner of the week. Shout out to bro, man. You know, I love the arts. Um, Lord willing, when I, um, well, very soon, once I make my, my first fortune, I will definitely be a patron to the arts. And um, keep doing your thing, brother. Sir. So uh, lead us out with the uh, spiritual moment of the week. Um, shout out to Fred Hammond and uh, oh, that shit was amazing. Kurt Franklin and Tamala Man and Marvin yes. Sapp and and all the oh my god, like that. Want to talk I, about? Do you want to talk about? Uh, want to talk about God's timing? It was like I know it was planned ahead of time, but no one knew the magnet the uh, the how how much it was needed that Sunday. Yo, I, I was late. I actually finished watching it this um this Sunday. So I think I watched half of it probably like Friday, and then I watched the rest of it like Sunday. I was like, it was, that was amazing, man. Those songs, whoo. Shout out to Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond, one of my favorites. Kurt Franklin, who is a legend, a legend. And then all the amazing, like, I like that people got to see like Kurt playing the um piano, and compose like that he's like people because people kind of try to make him like a Khaled type of person who we don't really know what he does that man composes and writes music and he does his thing so shout out to Kurt he is is an entertainer bro I tell you that man he made me laugh multiple times just oh yeah you see when he brought his wife out I was like yeah yep that'd probably be me doing something like that so the spirit was definitely in the air bro you know and uh, the fact that like there's there was only like maybe like three hundred thousand people on that Instagram or whatever. I know little. I know at least two fifty, but it wasn't the highest ranking of the verses. But like the amount of people in there told me like it's just like for specifically us. Like it's just black people in there. Like you know the other ones is kind of you know commercial. You know everybody knows Nelly. Everybody knows Ludacris, but not everybody knows Kurt Franklin or Fred Hammond. So the amount of people in there just told me like it was for us, and you know it hit on a different level than the other ones did. Hey man, it was good for the soul, man. Um, I had a great time. Listen, if you guys haven't watched that, I suggest you go watch it and feed your soul because you know we 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 under attack every day from the outside and the inside, man. Um, and for the spiritual segment, it's it's um it's uplifting in a way, but I kind of wanna talk about God right now. You know what I'm saying? We all have different belief systems. I um I was raised Christian and I kind of um am still forming my uh my mesh of spiritual beliefs that is that is my foundation and like my religion. But um across all of the three major religions, Judaism, Islam, and Christianity, um God is a is a God to be feared. He's a God that he ain't to play with. And, you know, you know, God is kind. God is good. But also, God has wrath. And God, and, 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 he, and he slights people. And he, and he brings down his, his wrath on, on people. He, you know, we, we, we like the stories where he, um, 
who he does miracles and he and he, and he feeds people and those. But there are also stories where he he wipes out some people and he and he takes care of people. I want I just want people to kind of remember that that God is Almighty and that and that God and that God does take 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 people out of there. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just want to kind of remind people that you know of that and that uh, he ain't nobody to play with. So as that as that relates to what's going on in the world that you will pay for your sins and you will be, and people will be punished for them sins for their sins. Don't think you can escape it. Don't think you're going to get skipped over or they don't, re- or he don't remember or, or, or the universe don't remember. Like uh, karma is real. Your judgment is real. And everybody's sins, including this nation's sins, the, you will be held accountable for them. And I feel like, Part of what's going on right now is just this nation being held accountable for their sins and their judgment is coming down on them in, in a small way. Now, by no means do I think it's the end. The, 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 it's not the beginning and it damn sure ain't the end. We're somewhere in the mix of it right now. And I just want people to remember that uh, you're not going to get away from your judgment. And this country won't either. I like that. A lot of niggas need to be judged. A lot of people need to be judged. Fact up. The same, man. All right. Well, thank you, Terry, for another spiritual moment of the week. Uh, we need this in these, uh, as white people say, uncertain times. That's another true word. They uncertain. They don't know. What to, it's uncertain for them because they don't know what the stock market is going to do. <laughs> it's going to bounce back, but you know, they actually saw that they uh, said. Our recession actually started in February, so shout man, out to. It's funny though. A white man told me months ago that a recession was coming. Yeah. Everything that's up must come down, my brother. All that's right. Great. So uh, I'd like to say thank you, Terry. Uh, for hopping on real quick, getting this content out there, getting what the, the this art the people need. Um, and remember, guys, on the path to them, there are three rules. Stay true to yourself, stay true to the code, and wash your hands. I'd like to say thank you for listening to an episode of Mazel Talks, man. We'll see you next week, baby. Peace. Doses. Kinda pricey, match him up precisely. Good gene, nice tea, like a food spicy. And she is the same, hotter than a flame. But I do not.
know her name. Is it Keisha? Keisha. Is it Tisha? Tisha. Maybe Lisa. Lisa. Or Teresa. It could be Tia. Maybe Aaliyah. Aaliyah. I guess I'll find out one day. For now, I'ma say.